I would like to welcome you today to this service of remembrance and service of looking forward. Just a couple of notes about the service. If you will look at your bulletin, there will be a time when the congregation will have an opportunity to share testimony about where you have come through this year of blessing. I would ask, I'm calling that to your attention so that I would ask that when that time comes, we would be ready, if you would like to, share a, a testimony. I've asked uh, Sidna to begin that portion, and after that, if you would like to share a testimony, please either stand up, and you don't have to wait till the person's done, because we're going to have microphones that we would like to move as fast as we can, or hold your hand up, and we'll get to that. We would ask it because we'd like to get to the chief game, which is Monday night. <laughs> we ask that you keep, <laughs> we keep your, we keep them down to maybe a sentence or two or three sentences. We keep it down to the point where we can get as many people as we can sharing throughout the congregation. If we could get it, maybe one word or two words, I don't know how you feel or where you're at or what that's, what's happened. So I would ask that you would do that when we get to that point. For those of you that are visitors here for the first time, today we're going to share in a remembrance of a of a sacrament that's in the community of Christ. And I would not know who you are, but I just want to make sure that you feel a part of our service by saying that we have a sacrament called a Congregational Evangelist Blessing, and we had one of those a year ago, and we are going to come back and, and re remember that. And today, that sacrament will be called forward. And so I just want, for those of you who would not know what we're doing, please try to, we'll tune in. The Evangelist Blessing is through preparation and God's spirit, discernment of God's will for the congregation. And so I would ask that you would be willing and able to participate with us if you're a visitor here for the first time. How many of you brought the worship with you today? Oh, good. <laughs> Nobody put their hand up. No one brought the spirit of worship with you today. Thank you. He testified. That's the theme today is testify. And I would ask that the spirit of worship or the worship that you brought with you today to this moment will connect with the spirit of preparation and spirit of, of worship that we bring that together we can come into God's presence this day as we Think about what we are going to be doing. From the psalm, the 98th psalm, we find these words. O sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. 
Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Make a joyful noise before the King, our Lord. join me in prayer. All gracious, mighty, and loving God, we come before you in prayer today with expectations, expectations that you will continue to carry the blessing this congregation received one year ago in its heart, expectations that the members, young and old, will lift their voices in prayer and testimony expectations that you will give each person here strength, wisdom, and passion in living ever deeper into discipleship. We also come before you to offer our thanks. Thanks for the leadership of this thriving congregation. Thanks for your daily presence in each of our lives, and thanks for your grace and love. We pray that your blessings will flow upon each congregant here today, each person helping to bring this service, and the friends, family, and members of this congregation who were unable to join us this morning. We ask these things in the name of your risen Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. As you can see, if you follow the bulletin, we're going to be having sections of testimony. This section talks about the evangelist testifying of what has happened in our lives since a year ago's blessing. Before we do that, and Chris gives her testimony, I want to say that the scripture you see in the bulletin of Luke 
was changed this morning by me. I don't want you to go to the bulletin person and say, you got that wrong because it was me that made the change. But I felt this morning we should hear these words from the Doctrine and Covenants 165, 5A and B, adapted. Spiritual growth and guidance enrich involvement in Christ's mission. The presiding evangelists and the order of evangelists with their colleagues in ministry, should concentrate on spiritually forming communities of disciples and seekers that live deeply and generously in Christ's spirit. Offer the sacrament of evangelist blessing to congregations seeking spiritual guidance to more completely give themselves to Christ's mission. One of the signs that I love people is that I'm willing to uh, leave my house before six in the morning to come and see them. <laughs> and so, please, if you have no other evidence of my love for you, please know that I do love you deeply. And it is so good to be back with you this morning. As we were driving down from Des Moines, which is where I live now, and I'll share a little bit more in my very brief testimony about that. Um, and I was asking the Lord as I reviewed the different things that have happened in the past year, and as I thought about you as a congregation and individual faces that came to me, um, a, a song from Messiah came to my mind, um, a scripture that is sung, and it is, We Shall All Be Changed. In a twinkling of an eye, now it's referring to something a little different, but we shall all be changed, and we have all been changed by the preparation for and the experience of the blessing and throughout the past year. And I'm very eager to hear your testimonies of what and how you have changed in the last year. As a witness, as, a, as an outsider, we're all, we are outsiders, but we've been invited inside to be part of the family. But as an outsider, you have the gift of perspective. You know, when you've seen someone, you haven't seen somebody for a long time and, and their, their appearance has changed dramatically, you notice it right away. Whereas for them, it's like, oh, I haven't really been able to tell a difference. But as a witness, these are some of the things that I have seen in this congregation during the process and since. And you might say, how do you know, Chris? Because I'm a Facebook stalker. And I read your Facebook posts. And I know, I see things. There has been a deepening within you. A deepening space for the spirit and for one another. There has been an increased intentionality of connecting. Just the fact that almost every, if not every week, of the services since last year an element of blessing has been brought forth. There has been inner work done. Many of you are on a journey deepening your own relationship with the Spirit in ways that um, were there before but have a, a different sense of depth and urgency. I have witnessed forgiveness. I have witnessed healing of relationships. I have witnessed a growing sense of community. 
I have witnessed callings being extended and accepted to offices of responsibility and ministry. There have been new beginnings and changes, and it is that which I testify of this morning. I think um, the sensitivity to the spirit that we felt, that you felt, led me to make changes in my own life. It was a week after the blessing last year that I was in Des Moines visiting my family. And because of the openness, and again, when the Spirit's working with you, it's like, you know, like kneading dough or tilling the ground. New things happen. <clears throat> and I realized that the, I realized that which I had said was my heart's desire uh, was time, it was time to allow that room to grow, and that was to be with my family. And so a year ago, um, we began looking for a house. We moved to Des Moines uh, with the intention of moving my mom and dad in with us. Uh, mom had other plans. Um, she passed away in the summer. My dad moved in. I left my work. Um, a lot has happened. And it is all good. But it is one of the reasons you have not seen very much of me, because my intention was to be back at least once a month. But other things in life have happened, yet I'm able from a distance, because of the relationships that exist and because of social media, to know that God's spirit has been continually at work in you, making this blessing that we all labored with and over come to life. And it is good to see. My testimony is that God lives. He is the living God among us. He is the God at work in our lives, whether we are aware of that or not. This became 
clear to me in so many different ways throughout this past year as we journeyed with you as a people. But one of the things that I would point to right now would be an experience that we had, I think it was in July or August, I don't remember for sure, but we had a healing service. And I remember at that service, we came to a point when we said, you're going to be able to go to some stations that we had set up for people to offer administrations and prayer and counsel. And when that time came, I was standing back there with Brother Larry in my station, and the spontaneity of people who rose and went to find a sense of grace in the sacraments or in the counsel or in the sincere prayer of others was amazing. And I still remember those who came to our station. And I remember the concerns and the burdens, the wounds, the brokenness, the hurt. And I can remember wondering, how does God bless us in the midst of this? And yet he does. And I was reminded again something that I should have known, that I should have remembered, but God does his greatest work when we are at our weakest. This past year, many of those trials, those tribulations, those things that were on your heart and mind remain, and new ones have popped up. But we are a people who continue in a journey of blessing because God is the living God and comes among us with his grace and his love and his power. That is my testimony. Amen. Evangelist Michael Shedd was unable to be with us today, so she did the next best thing. She wrote the prayer for peace for us, and it is these words that I read to you. Prince of Peace, we are sad. We groan under the weight of the suffering of and on your earth. The earth surrounds us with loving bounty but it is all devoured by the greed of those who have more than enough, those who never learned to share. The earth cries out for peace, for release from war, release from blood, release from death. It cries for its children who starve in the midst of plenty and who cry each night for parents they no longer can find. We weep with them, Lord. We weep for the little ones who are lost and alone. We weep for the parents who are without power to stop this. We weep for the bullied, ground down, and powerless, whose very lives are forfeit to the machines of greed and progress for the sake of more gain, more power. Where is our place in this terror? How do we confront the evils we find around us? We cry out with the psalmist, from whence cometh our help? In the silence echoes the answer, our help cometh from the Lord. Dear Lord, Prince of Peace, Papa, 
Come, show us our place in this earth, shaking in grief over the horrors that take place upon it. Open our eyes to find the role you have for us in the assuaging of the earth's pain, the healing of all the earth's children, the mending of the hearts of their parents. Help us know how to find homes, how to find food, how to find healing, how to find jobs, how to bring peace into the earth. Prince of Peace, you know the way. You know the path to peace. Help us find it. Point the way and give us faith and courage to follow in your name, Prince of Peace. We pray. Amen. We now will listen to your pastorate as they testify. Be builders of fellowship. So Be Builders of Fellowship was what we concentrated on the first quarter of the year, and I'm going to share what I've witnessed and experienced in this congregation during the quarter and beyond. First, a few words from our blessing. Provide opportunities to just be with each other, aware that the hectic pace of life often tends to separate us. Appreciate how God's spirit is felt as you break bread at a meal with each other, as you labor shoulder to shoulder at work days, or as you simply join in recreation. This congregation has always been good at fellowshipping, but we wanted a more organized effort in congregational get-togethers. We asked Laura Billings to head up this, and she invited Ashley Harker to join her, and together they launched Lift, Life, in fellowship together. I still remember the email they sent to outline their plans and vision for our congregation, and I was filled with anticipation, expectation, and excitement at the vision they presented. They've organized four wonderful activities for us this past year. First, we had a wild and uh, raucous trivia night but I think it pretty much boiled down to whoever gets Mike and Michelle Lindy on their team is going to win. <laughs> My team didn't have them. Um, our second event was at World Conference. A group of us met up to share in the hymn sing together, and it was a great experience. The third event was Breakout KC, where you all competed as a team to get out of a locked room by solving clues and, and riddles and different challenges. Last night was our final event of the year. Several of us, as Ray already mentioned, had a great evening together enjoying food and fellowship and then watching the movie Breakthrough. Another brief portion from our blessing that I think speaks directly from our words of counsel. Be aware of the critical entry point such occasions can be for those new or unfamiliar with your faith. And for the sake of the point I want to make, I would amend that final word to congregation for those new or unfamiliar with your congregation. Last night, several of us met Crystal and Fabian for the first time. They came with their family, and we shared a bit of fun together, and it was just a great time to get to know them a little bit. If you haven't met them yet, 
I would really encourage you all to get to know them. <clears throat> I promise you, when we include lift in our activities next year, at the end of each of these activities, you will come away filled with a much deeper appreciation for the welcoming spirit inside each one of us. We've also made great strides in our potluck Sundays. The pastorate had discussed that potlucks seemed to be dwindling and we're thinking it was time to kind of give that a rest. When we brought this up to the congregation, Sharon Tiffany immediately stepped forward to not let this happen by offering to be in charge of them. I'm so thankful she did because they are continuing to grow. The youth activities are planned for potluck Sundays now, so our kids and their families join in the meal and it increases our numbers, which is great. Greg Mann recently offered to provide the main course every month, which hopefully will also increase participation because after all, he is legendary for his good cooking and ample portions. So while potlucks have always been a mainstay in Community of Christ, I sense a renewed spirit of fellowship as we gather together around a table and share in each other's lives. For those of you that haven't had the opportunity to participate in Lyft or stay for one of the potlucks, I invite you to share in this aspect of congregational life that feeds not just more than your belly, it feeds our souls as we share the gift of fellowship with one another. I'll sum up my remarks with a few more words of inspiration from our blessing. The Lord delights in such activity. See your participation as part of your stewardship.
be builders of healing and reconciliation. Uh, show of hands. Uh, thank you, Brad. Um, how many of you uh, have uh, a cross or a crucifix that you wear regularly? Quite a few of you. That's uh, one of the weirder things about uh, the Christian faith is that we put a symbol of torture around our necks to remind us and unite us. And there's nothing, uh, oftentimes, that can unite us more than suffering. Suffering is something that everybody sometime, that everybody encounters at one point or another in their life. In the second quarter, we explored how we, as a congregation, can be builders of healing and reconciliation. And we wrapped up that quarter with a, a, a very, I, I thought it was a pretty unique service, in which uh, many of us who were here were asked to stand up for each other. On a sheet of paper, uh, people were given statements, uh, and they were asked to circle them anonymously to express things that they were struggling with, doubts that they might have, uh, feelings of uh, resentment, feelings of um, less than that were a part of their ethos, a part of the people that they were, that they brought to this congregation. We have a lot of gifts here, but we do have a lot of suffering. And that, that service showed us that. Because as we passed those papers around and each person was given a random person's paper, and we went through and read those aloud, we saw on display the many hurts that we all experience and we all need to be reconciled with. Part of being builders of healing and reconciliation meant that we had to dive in and explore pain. We had to explore suffering. And nobody really ever wants to do that, right? We don't want to be people who have to explore pain. We avoid pain. Every, every opportunity that we can. But that doesn't make it go away. And so my testimony, as I reflect back on being builders of healing and reconciliation, is that that is an ongoing process. And that we, as a community, do not need to fear pain and suffering. Because that is the thing that unites us. That is the thing that brings us together. We have opportunities that we've tried to put in place throughout this year for us to gather together in prayer. And uh, 
on the third Sunday of every month, am I, am I remembering that right, month, uh, we have been trying to revive our prayer and testimony uh, service. And that's an opportunity for us to share those hurts, to share those sufferings with each other so that we can carry those burdens together. We also have ordained three new teachers to this congregation. And for those of you who don't know, the teacher is embraced as the peacemaker. And those, those special individuals are, are here to help us embrace and, and to walk with us in those hurts. My prayer for this congregation as we continue to explore being builders of healing and reconciliation is that we don't shy away from it, that we don't fear it, and that we don't avoid pain. Because pain can unite us, and we can grow from it. Quarter three, be builders of community. From our portion of the blessing on community. In relationships, remember that all people in this congregation are vibrant members of many communities, the places where they live, work, play, study, worship, and more. Among these communities is this congregation, a place of great giftedness, great resources, and great love. Rely on this community when seeking spiritual guidance, when seeking support, and when seeking God's love. I will say that I entered our time of preparation for the blessing last year a little bit unsure. Unsure if we would feel or experience the change that the pastorate had been hoping we'd feel. After talking about and praying about and discussing with Chris for well over a year, 
Before we brought the idea to the congregation, I started to feel a little worried that we had built it up in our heads to be something larger than it could live up to. Of course, I was blessedly wrong. I felt as if something clicked into place after the blessing and began a movement of momentum. I feel as if there is a sense of community in the past year that has felt new. I had a hard time finding the specific details to characterize this new community feel, but I realized that was a good thing. It was such an organic, natural wave of change that it felt completely natural and new all at the same time. I have noticed that numerous people have approached us in the past year wanting to take more initiative or to try to start a new program. One example of this is during our monthly prayer and testimony services. We now have a friends and fellowship activity for our youth that's running concurrently. This gives our younger youth a chance to share in a community atmosphere that promotes being able to share their own joys and concerns while also learning to care for the needs of those around them. If you haven't brought your youth to one of these monthly activities, I highly encourage you to start after the new year. And our amazing youth leaders have also been working even harder this year to create a stronger community within our youth groups. We are blessed to have the number of youth we have in this congregation. And our leaders are doing their best to utilize them and their talents and ministries in as many ways as possible. If you were unable to attend our service last week, I encourage you to take the time this week to listen to the podcast. With very little help from the leaders, our youth led the entire worship service last Sunday and did an amazing job. We heard testimonies of when they have felt God moving in their lives and how it felt to experience those moments. These testimonies are because of you. They are because of the safe and loving community you have created for our youth to grow, be nurtured, feel loved, and practice spreading their wings. You are listening to the words of the blessing telling us to encourage our youth to be vital members of our congregation now, not in the future. I feel amazingly blessed that each time I have prepared to preside or speak in the past year, I have been able to turn to the words in our blessing and always find something that will bless either my preparation or will hopefully be a blessing to you as I share it in the worship service. I have found the blessing to be both an inward and outward experience for me. There are times when I read words and find them meant specifically for me, something that I need to be more attuned to. And there are times when I read words and find they are needed to be heard by our congregation that Sunday. The words of the blessing have blessed me numerous times in the past 12 months, as they, I hope they have you. And I know that they will continue to bless me for years to come. Thank you. 
be builders of the Spirit. Counselor, inspiration, friend. In the first line, under the Be Builders of the Spirit section of our blessing, we are encouraged to lean on the Holy Spirit to be our counselor, inspiration, and friend. What a beautiful reminder of the way in which our Creator meets us each day. With our counselor, inspiration, and friend, we have journeyed through fellowship, healing and reconciliation, and community. I have witnessed the Holy Spirit in our moments of sharing together, gathering as a community as we drew our circle wider. I have witnessed the Holy Spirit in our shared suffering, in the compassionate and brave ways we reconciled and healed together. We companioned one another in our pain. I have witnessed the Holy Spirit in our moment of momentum, as Laura said. Our vibrant community has shared in such a generosity of spirit and such a willingness to share in all of their giftedness. And now, as we are intimately invited to commune with the Holy Spirit, it is my testimony to share to each of you that the love and grace and peace that you seek is already yours in the Spirit, the Spirit that is me and the Spirit that is you. We are blessed with the freedom to just be. In this Spirit, we are enough because we are as God created us. In this spirit, we are open in heart and in mind to all the blessings that surround us. In this spirit, we are free to radiate love and acceptance for one another and for ourselves. I have witnessed this this year. I have seen and felt the swell of the spirit as we have worshiped together and shared in our sacraments, as we have gathered in laughter and in fellowship, as we made ourselves vulnerable to stand up for one another in our healing and reconciliation, as we receive the fruits and passions of shared community, and, and, and as each one found their own way to proclaim love and respond, the Spirit has truly filled my heart with gratitude. As we now head into Advent and the remaining portion of this quarter, we will be focusing on being builders of the spirit of hope, peace, joy, and love. It is my prayer that those words will sink deeply into you, that you would fully feel hope, peace, joy, and love, and that you would fully know your amazing and unique value and that you would fully be free inside the unconditional love and grace of our creator. May your spirit reside in gratitude for each and every blessing with eyes that see ourself and all others as divine creation. May we truly discover ourselves 
among the deliberate and slow breaths, the calm and assured thoughts, and the prayer and grateful reflection. May we find ourselves fully in the spaces for deepening our spirit. The desire to live a holistic life is not due to a lack of anything, but rather your heart's desire to be one with the spirit that has created you. This spirit loves you, and it boldly claims you as its own. It is not about doing more. It is not about adding more or judging more, but instead, it is an awareness that being who we are created to be is and always will be enough. As we have been builders of fellowship, healing and reconciliation and community, the spirit is, has been, and will be with us through unconditional love and divine grace as our counselor, inspiration, and friend. May I have the children, youth, and anybody else who would like to come down and face and come to the front because this next song is your quarterly song, peace before us, peace behind us. But there are actions to this, and we are going to show you those actions and have the congregation help with just stand up here right in front of Ashley, and, and I'm going to kind of turn and show you. How, what, how these actions go, and then as you sing this song during the rest of this quarter, you may, I, I expect to see you in your seats out here or back here doing these actions, and I expect the congregation to do those also. We, now, I'm going to show you what they are, and then when we start to sing the song, the three verses, I would like for you to stand, if you're able to, and join with us with these fine leaders to do the action. So this is the way it goes. If you'll notice on the song, it goes, and I'm gonna put this down now.
I expect that the next time you sing that, which is your quarter song that you've been singing and toward the end of the year, that we should see people in the, in the pews and whatever, peace before us, because I think, it's a, I think it gives us the hope of what we are as peacemakers all around us with peace. At this time, we have people ready for congregational testimonies. We have about six or seven minutes. Six or seven minutes after the first one. So I'm going to share, I'm going to have Sidna come up and share as the congregation testifies of your experiences. You've heard from the evangelist, you've heard from the pastorate, now let's hear from the congregation. I remember my own uh, patriarchal blessing, which is now referred to as the evangelist blessing. And what an impact it was for me in 1966 when I started Graceland College, right before I headed for Graceland College. For some reason, the concept of congregational blessing just seemed kind of odd to me because I was familiar with just that patriarchal blessing. And I couldn't imagine that a body of saints could possibly feel what I felt when I received my blessing. But uh, for me, it was definitely changing my view on what a blessing actually can be. The overall spirit through the beautifully designed and incredibly thought-provoking congregational journal and the continued thought for po focus provided by the pastorate in the social media daily gives me opportunity for study, for self-reflection, self-realization as a member, for me, the congregational blessing has been most impactful in how I, how I want to show up. Loving, seeking, cherishing, and learning from all of you. God continues to amaze how he heals hearts, how he loves, how he sends people in our lives that make a difference when we most need it. We are a blessed people in a sweet life of community. Are there others who would like to share a brief statement or a summary in three or four words of your feelings of the blessing over the past year? If you'd like to, just raise your hand. We'll come around with a mic or just stand up. Anybody? Mm -hmm. Yes. And if you're wanting to do right after her, we'll start over here, and then we'll come here, and then we'll just move back and forth as we go. Thank you. Um, our spiritual journey has been such a blessing in my life, and I want you to know that I'm trying very hard to be more intentional with my meditation and prayer. Mm, thank you. Over here, Brother Ray. 
One of the things I remember about uh, our preparation was when we got together on that Saturday here at the church and uh, focused our attention on preparing for the, uh, for the blessing. And uh, there was one section where we uh, broke up into teams and we were asked to come up with something creative uh, to express our uh, willingness to participate and prepare for the blessing. And while I don't think anybody got a prize, I can tell you categorically that our team won. <laughs> but um, what we uh, did was we created a wrap to prepare us for the, uh, for the blessings. And I'd like, just like you to read the last stanza of our rap, which meant a, a whole lot to me. We trust in him, and you can be sure that we'll learn his truth on this adventure. We're all at peace as we prepare to feel God's truth and grace to share. He will reveal the path to all who pray and fast and respond to the call. We invite your hearts and hands to lift our souls to him with this wonderful gift. Mm, yeah. Thank you. Anyone else who would like to share a brief statement of your feelings or the spirit in your life? Sidna, God does heal hearts. God is good, and God is great. Praise God. Thank you. Anyone else? Over here? Yeah, thank you. After our congregational um, prayer, I did not expect what this next year would be for me, um, but I've been uh, faced okay. with some um, health issues uh, yeah. that have been frightening for me, and um, the congregation people have um, reached out to me, and um, have helped me have hope. Thank you. If you'll bring the microphone right down here, I think we have a little participant here. Layla, would you like to say something? God loves everybody. Thank you. That is absolutely right. Anyone else who would like to share? We have time for a couple more short ones. Three more real short ones. Okay, back here. Well, I love the um, what Cinda mentioned about the congregational uh, blessing that Allie put together in preparation for it, and she gave us a theme for each week. Uh, I guess I came away with it with uh, I added a word to it, and for me, it is deeper. 
Thank you. We need the microphone down here to number, I think that's 15. Patrick Mahomes. Everybody, thank you for seeing so nice. Wow. <laughs> thank you. Anyone else? You want to share? How about all right over here? I'm sorry, I don't know. Do we know that? I don't know that. I love everybody so much. Oh, thank you. Yes. Anyone else who would like to? Oh, right up here in front of me. Sorry. And can you believe Tim said short? <laughs> I will make it short. No. Yeah. <laughs> We're new. We're new to your congregation. We haven't. We've only been here uh, a couple of months. And indeed, you can tell that there is something special going on in this congregation. And um, we're glad to have walked in uh, as you are still um, embracing the blessing and working with the blessing to make the blessing actually be a part of your congregation. And we thank you for accepting us. And you don't know us very well yet, but... <clears throat> You'll get to know me uh, a lot better than Tim here in just a few minutes. <laughs> I, I tend to move when the Spirit says move. And sometimes it can be a little embarrassing, but I don't hold back. And there's something that I just have got to be doing. And I'm sorry, Tim, but it has to be done. They know one another from Des Moines area from a long time ago. I know, I've known them too for when Jane and I were up in Des Moines. We have time for one more. Hearing, oh, right over here, we can finish with this. And for those of you that have things to say, talk to your pastorate. I think they can always find time. From that movie last night. Uh, the mother was in where the boy was in the hospital bed in a coma. And everybody's standing around talking about how he's going to die and how this is going to happen, you know. And real negative. She blew up and said, get out. I don't want no negative talk around my son. Then later in the movie, they went to the waiting room and is doing the negative talk again. And she chewed him out again. Well, I experienced this firsthand. When Diane Metner was in a coma in a hospital, I went up to see her, and the nurse was talking to her son and telling him what a pitiful thing it was and she's gonna, not going to recover. And I, I said, don't be talking that stuff because she can hear you. Oh, no, she can't hear you. She's in a coma. I said, don't kid yourself. She can hear you. Well, I got chewed out and ran out of the hospital for telling him not to talk this negative talk. And I reminded each one of you that... No matter how desperate or dire a situation is, put positive words on the situation so it might come out. Thank you. Please contact your pastorate if you have things that you would like to say and share. I'm sure they will find times in worship and or expressions that you can share those with you. Thank you for your participation.
as we turn our thoughts to our uh, disciples' generous response time this morning, uh, Bob asked that I would uh, focus on what generosity of spirit have you witnessed, or I guess me, witnessed as a result of our blessing. And I, I felt kind of like Laura with the newness thing, kind of trying to think through that. And I did turn to our uh, prayer of blessing to uh, focus some of my thoughts, and I would like to read uh, two short sections out of that. You have been loved with an everlasting love. This love has been with you from the beginning of your congregation, and your journey has been led by the spirit that led your congregational ancestors to invest their time, money, and faith in this place. It is not coincidence that this journey was initiated as you walk this path as disciples together. For the Spirit has been at work within you in many ways over many years. And then it continues later on. Your heritage as a congregation is a gift to you and to the mission center. Many lives have been impacted by the generosity of you as a people, as well as by the tremendous gifts that have been given to you for divine purposes. Continue to be grateful for your history and for those whose lives and gifts have brought you to this time and place. So I was thinking about this generosity of spirit, and I saw some of it just yesterday. Um, I needed to go, as some of you might know, my sister-in-law, Jeannie Mann, most of you probably do actually, and you probably know she broke her arm, elbow, whatever, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. She put it, two weeks ago? Boy, how time goes slow. Uh, <laughs> um, she broke her, her broke her arm two weeks ago. She put out on Facebook that I could use a little help putting up my Christmas decorations. And some of you know Jeannie has a few Christmas decorations that need to be put up. Um, and I, I think she was blessed greatly, and I know she's very grateful for well over 20 people showed up uh, last weekend and this weekend to put, put the... Um, some people can't read the Facebook announcement very well, Jackie. I'm sorry. Don't mean to embarrass you, but uh, uh, to help put those decorations up. And I, I think that is really a generosity of spirit when all those uh, people who were there probably had other things that they were busy at doing at, at Christmas time, getting ready. So that, that's one thing I witnessed. And then kind of in the, the newness, it's kind of hard to say, but you know, there's a lot of people who are involved in a lot of things. And I I don't want to just name a few names and miss a bunch, but I, I could do that. But, you know, I think of Tyson and Fran and Larry and Dave and Mark and Ben and Mike. And, of course, our responses to our recent priesthood calls. All those places where I've witnessed generosity of the Spirit. I, I was thinking about that, and then I thought, well, where from our blessing have I really seen an increase? And, I ha you know, those are all increases. And I want, to, I want to take a second just to, to point out what I think has been the most amazing thing that I've seen through this blessing process. And it maybe is a continuation, but it's also a very much of a newness, and it's Allie and Shane. Um, when we started this blessing process two or three years ago, uh, they, they jumped in very uh, wholeheartedly and deeply and and... Uh, have, when Mary left the pastor, became part of the pastorate, and I, I've seen our congregation be transformed because of their generosity of spirit 
as they have witnessed to all of us Christ in their life. And I, I think that those, and I know there's other transformations that are going on in that congregation, but I, I thought I had a chance. I don't even know where Ali, oh, there's Ali. I just want to say thank you very much to both of you for that and to all of you for everything you've done. And I could go on, but that, that's, uh, this wasn't very well planned out, but that's, what, uh, what, that's how I'm going to respond to your suggestion, Bob. Uh, could the ushers come forward? Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to us, for us to generously respond to your call in our lives and our congregation, to the many, many blessings that you've given us throughout our lives, that we might be the congregation that you have called us to be, that we might be the people that you want us to be, that we might represent your son the way you want us to. And we ask for these blessings uh, to go forward from this response today, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, amen. hard to believe one year ago we stood here with our hands extended to you in symbolic gesture while Chris read God's will for your congregation. You have embraced those words with prayer, study, 
action, and worship. Your journey and God's spirit has brought you to this place. You are in to be commended for your courage and willingness to be builders for God's peaceable kingdom. Today we have heard from you, the congregation, from the pastorate, and from the evangelists, how we all have been changed by the blessing, the blessing of the past. However, today I sense a new spirit of the blessing of the past calling us into the spirit of blessing for the future. Yes, I am paralyzing, paralyzing? No, I'm paralleling. I'm also paralyzing. I am paralleling Dickens' Christmas Carol when I talk about the spirit of the past, present, and future. As we think about today, that last song paralyzed my brain. <laughs> And that's okay. You know, God, God is a little bit feisty. You know what? Why? Because God calls us to be disciples and called us through blessing and calls us into a moment. And just, just when we understand a little bit about becoming builders of community, and reconciliation, and uh, and healing, and uh, well, I forgot a couple of them. Ah, there we go. Community, spirit, healing, and fellowship. Just when we've got the point of knowing a little bit about that, we start to feel comfortable. We start to feel ourselves see all these actions and all these things, and all of a sudden, we see these things happening. God moves the goalposts. Just as we get to the, just about get to the end zone, God moves the goalposts to where we are always reaching, always searching, always seeing. God has a sense of humor because it is, for some of us, frustrating. We like to see closure. We like to see things happen in here. And then all of a sudden, as we start to feel comfortable and feel good, what happens? All of a sudden... Out on the horizon, we hear Jesus Christ holding up this blessing and saying, wait, come and follow me. See what God has for you on the other side of this mountain. See what God has for you over the horizon. Just as we start to feel good, we hear the call of Jesus saying, come. And see what can happen over here. See what you can do. And then we tend to say, okay, I see Jesus there holding up the blessing, saying, use that to direct yourself to this horizon and see what can happen. And we drop things and we start off and pretty soon you hear Jesus calling, don't drop anything. Come as you are. Come with the abilities. Come with the places in which you have been. Come with the experiences that you've had. Come with new eyes and new looking at opportunities. Come because you're going to need all of that to do what God has for you over the horizon. It connects for us what you have done, where you have been, 
And you're going to use that for where God is calling you for this next year. It is my prayer and hope for each one of you will look to the new horizon where you see Jesus Christ calling you and allow the, this blessing right here to guide and direct your footsteps. For you know, when you reread this, you will see a difference, a new difference. Why? Because you're new and different people. That's how scripture works. Every time I read, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, I get a new meaning on it. Why? Because I'm different. God hasn't changed. I'm different. And because I'm different, I understand it different. And I think that's what the blessing can be for you as you keep looking at the future. It is my prayer and hope that the priesthood would go deeper in the relationship with God Standing in tension, what does that mean? Standing in tension with one hand with God and one hand with God's people and bridging them into the peaceable kingdom with, op with options and attitudes and new lives and new ways in which we model for the blessing. It is my prayer and hope the leadership will discern and provide the opportunities of newness as they journey to Jesus Christ standing on the horizon. Jesus is inviting us, because we have been blessed, to now build blessing. We, are, we have built blessing, we have felt blessing, and now we are to be blessings to others. Yes, we are all blessed to be a blessing. Let us pray. Lord of all, holy is your name, sacred are your blessings, the easy yoke is your way. As your people, we come humbly to this moment, recognizing the bounty of gifts that have been ours in this past year. It is as if you joined us for our journey as you did centuries ago on the road to Emmaus. And while our hearts were anxious and uncertain as we began, you patiently have cared for each one of us in this process. We confess there is much yet to discover. However, you have opened our eyes to new frontiers. We have found in renewed fellowship a deeper joy with one another. We have discovered that healing and reconciliation takes place when we let go of judgment and trust you. We are learning that the larger community yearns for the ministry of Christ in spoken and unspoken ways, and that we must offer the resources that you have endowed us with to meet these needs. And we have heard the whisper of your voice, even the Holy Spirit, seeking personal, intimate relationship with us through the living God.
How generous you have been, Lord. You are indeed the bread of life. And so we offer our gratitude and thanks for your generosity to us. But further, in response to this blessing, we desire now to answer the call of who will go. Let it be us, Lord, broken and dispirited as we might be, selfish and callous as we may act at times, controlling and inadequate as we are so often. In your strength, let it be us who says, here am I, send me. Send Olathe congregation with its warts and shortcomings, with its failures and flaws to your people, Lord, let them offer to them what you, the Almighty God, have offered to us. Grace and forgiveness, healing and transformation, blessing and more blessing. May it all be done to the glory of the Father. In the name of Christ, his Son. Amen. Friends, the Spirit is among us. The Spirit is within us, each of us, every one of us. And God has blessed us with love, acceptance, assurance, and the invitation to go even deeper. As a blessed people, go now and bless others with invitation and with your testimony of joy, hope, love, and peace. Continue, Olathe Congregation, to live God's blessing. <laughs>